podcast. This is the Three Old Reds Fans Podcast. The news of our demise has been greatly exaggerated. However, the news of the demise of the Reds this year was not exaggerated. Uh, 100 losses, second worst record most ever, right? 101 back in, we all remember, 1982. We're all old enough to remember that. That was a bad team. This was a bad team. Um, That team had no real hope. Maybe this one has a little bit with some young guys and pitchers, maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. But I think we're going to talk about the future and what we need to do more than relive this past summer, if that's okay with you guys. I'm perfectly fine with that. And that's Tom, and then we have and Kim is here as well. Say hello, Kim. Hello, Kim. Okay, very good. And I'm Jeff. And so uh, welcome back. Our summer, you know, it wasn't because we didn't want to do a podcast all summer wasn't a lot to talk about but a lot of us were really busy i was doing renovations in my house didn't never had a free night it felt like two or three times i threw it out there and you know somebody was on vacation or just crickets didn't even reply like i don't want to talk about the reds apparently so we just (laughs) never did anything so here we are we're back going to talk about this here we're in the off season now and and nick crawl said the other day, he gets his marching orders from other people. Nick Crawl said, and I, do you want to quote Kim? Do you have it in the text there? Yeah, he says the 100 loss season was unacceptable, but noted next year will be about developing young players. We're going to come into a similar place that we are right now. <laughs> wow. Well, what, what, repeat that good. last line again. We're going to come into a similar place that we are right now. Don't you feel like that's going to sell a lot of season's tickets? Well, where are you going to go? <laughs> <laughs> Good one, we, know, we should wrap up the show now. How, how can you follow that line? <laughs> be careful, oh, careful what you be wish. Be careful what you wish for. Um, hey, you said we weren't going back, but we can't help but go back right. we somewhat. Can, we, we can do that a little bit. So what was the most... All right. Well, let's maybe a maybe a way to jump into that is what's most losing a hundred games is disappointing, but in terms of construction of the team roster and so forth and all that, what Kim to you? What was the most disappointing thing you saw this this season? Maybe beginning in the off season because they made some moves and got rid of some guys. What was the most disappointing thing to you as far as how this? season roster was constructed for this year i don't i don't think jeff there's just one thing i i think for for us as fans okay and i'm the elder spokesman here if you would um i i can go way back to when you know the 70s and 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 watch the team play and even the early 80s when they had some abysmal teams and such but the apathy that was generated from the ownership and the front and really the ownership I shouldn't say the front office state but the apathy just absorbed and and settled in on this ball club I mean I had multiple opportunities to go to games and I just said no I know I, I did had, too I had free tickets hey Kim we got tickets you want to come no I don't want to I don't want to waste my time on on this and I don't want to give crawl I'm sorry, Castellini, any funds of mine, even if it's one game. 
with what I think the product I've, they're putting out. There. I think I would have went if it was the Mets or the Braves or the Dodgers to watch the other team. But yeah, He's, I might have gone to watch Aaron Judge if I had the opportunity. Right. They played at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, when they took right. two out of three of them. But wait, one more thing, just I can't help but bring him a little bit of the past. But and we know Winker had a rough year. But forget that for a second. We didn't know that. We just know that he came off a phenomenal year, and he had been solid every year he played with the team. And just getting rid of Suarez and Winker and, oh, they traded Sonny Gray, don't forget. Suarez. They gave away Miley. Miley. Luis Castillo. You know, and it was just, well, Castillo came at the trade deadline. Okay, so, yeah, they did, they did lose him. But it, it was just... We went from almost nothing to a playoff team because you acquired some of these guys. Do, do I dare remember? Do I dare think that the Trevor Bauer acquisition was a dream? Is what it feels like, and and then it just went straight downhill and very fast. Okay, Tom. Anything? How would you? How how would you characterize your? How would you characterize your disappointment? Wow, that's a hard question. I guess it's just because I, I think the three of us all consider ourselves to be really baseball fans as, as much as Reds fans. We just love the game. We love the nuances of it. But, Kim, I think maybe what you said, I think maybe that apathy word is a good way to describe it. If, if they don't care, it makes it hard for us to care, you know. And then, you know, we've been, com- we've been complaining now for – what, a couple of years about how we can't even watch the Reds on TV anymore. And that really hurts, too. I mean, I don't yeah, know about you guys. I, I used to really enjoy going to sleep every night watching most of the Reds game. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. They would have put you to sleep this, <laughs> this year. <laughs> but, I, guess, I guess we didn't miss much. Yeah, but <clears throat> I. But don't you think you guys, even as bad as they were, if they were on every night, Absolutely. we would have watched them. I would have had it on a lot. Right. I would have, you know, okay, apathy good word because apathy completely describes me from about at least by the first of august yeah july um, i mean i didn't i didn't watch of course i couldn't watch but i didn't even like check on it every day august hits and i get real busy with stuff school and coaching and stuff and, and so i don't have as much time but when they're good i i make time i still take a few minutes and look and i listen but like I didn't even like turn it on to listen much. Um, it's just so the apathy, the apathy started with the owners, and then I think it probably caught up to the players at some point, and then it and then the the fans as well. I mean, because what are you supposed to do? I mean, I'll tell you where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and do something else with my time. Just like Kim said, I'm not gonna go to the game, you know, because why should I? And so that. That that's a big, you know, that apathy set in. But another part of it is too, is there were so many. I mean, if I did look at the lineup or something, I didn't recognize seven out of the nine guys in the lineup. And Jeff, you would know them better because you follow in the minors and stuff like that. But I didn't know these guys in the lineup. I mean, who who were the stalwarts all year long in, the, in their lineup for the Reds? It was really Farmer. In India. And India had some injuries, but... Well, not only that, I can't even remember the guy's name now, but some guy we got off the, the, the trash heap, 
led the team in home runs with 20, and they traded him by the trade. They traded him to the Brandon Padres. Brandon Drury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drury. Yeah. And, and, and it, not just Reds fans, but across baseball, it's like, how did he not make the all-star team? And so it they was took just Castillo, like, yeah. once we did know someone, once we did know someone, no, they had they had Castillo before, but it, there was another guy that backed out, and they didn't put Drury in. They oh, put, that's true. They put the brother of the guy from the Cubs so they could have two brothers on, in the All-Star game. Um, well, you knew who was the leader in home runs for the Reds was Jake Fraley. With how many? With 12. No, Drury had 20. Drury hit 20. 20 well, but he's no longer with the team. Yeah, right, but, but that's sort of my whole point. Yeah, yeah. Who, who are these guys? Well, we don't know, and then – we we forgot we forgot about Drury and he was a phenomenal pickup. Oh yeah, Farmer had fourteen. So Farmer really led the Reds in about every category. Yep. But and that's because he's the only one that played over one hundred and forty games. Yeah, he played one hundred and forty five games, and nobody else. India, India played in one hundred and three. That we there were okay. That's an. Nick Senzel had one hundred and ten. You know that that brings when you say. On oh, Senzel played 110. Yeah. So like three guys, three over 100 games. guys played in 100 games for this team. Can't believe that. And then that's one, weird. One of yeah. our one of our better young players, Tyler Stevenson, got hurt early. Yeah, and and he so was he hitting 319 at, at the yeah, time. So he played in 50 games. And so it'd be like, okay, Stevenson in India, right there. We know they're worth watching. Okay. Love to see Lodolo in green pitch. Graham Ash- Ashcraft was a pleasant surprise. Got hurt later on, but I would have watched him. But other than that, even with that, okay, Lodolo and Green and India and Stevenson. That would be it for me. Well, right all these guys that head. played, you know, 80 games, 90 games, 70 games, Solano, Matt Reynolds, TJ Freeld, mm-hmm. Jake Fraley, I don't know these guys. So how can I get excited about wanting to watch them or see how they're doing? And again, Jeff, you probably knew him more. Well, Friedel Friedel came up through Dayton. Stuart Fairchild did. Uh, Fraley was a the guy they picked up from somewhere else. Stevenson, of course, did. Tommy Pham was there for a while too, and he was gone. I saw Aquino play in Dayton. Uh, yeah, Pham's but, playing but, but for the Red Sox. But Solano is a guy they picked up from elsewhere. Who, who's hat and Reynolds and those guys. Uh, Naquin was there for a while, and they got rid of him. Almora Jr. We know from the Cubs days. Uh, Colin Moran played it for the Pirates. We know him. Mark Cole is very, yeah, he came up through. He played in 10 games. JT Riddle, he played in two games. I don't know who that is. So, yeah, I mean, it's just like a a lot of um, – I'm getting apathetic just listening. You, you are? <laughs> are we just, are we just who, getting who are bored? All right, so let's – Who are those guys? So, well, now we got to look forward, right, we to your look point. Forward. So, you know, my – you know, we were having these texts back and forth, and it's like – develop and i'm like i like to hear that because i think that that is important and you and you guys are like oh that's all we ever talk about but i or no no or, oh, no that's not, not what you not said that we ever talk about it's no. not th- that's all we ever end up doing doing that's what we feel like we're and that, that, okay so what are you developing except for the and, short and, year and who are you developing right. for right and and so i think I think they've been inconsistent in their approach in recent years. And before this year, there was before this year there was talk of before this year there was talk of let's we're going to focus on development. Because for a couple of years they really didn't. I mean, they they tried to make the team good through trading and free agency, right? And they only got 
so good. They didn't get good enough to really be significantly one know, of the best Jeff, teams. I don't know, Jeff. That year, that shortened season. Yeah. I, we were a pretty darn good we're team. Pretty that good. Year. Pretty good. And so then, I think COVID freaked the Castellinis out, and so all this stuff, whatever happened, and get to there. I think my thought is for the Reds to ever be good again, I really think it has to be mostly mostly players from within. I do not think this team can ever be a big-time winner, challenge to win a World Series, be consistently in the playoffs if all of their roster building every year is mostly picking guys up, making trades, trying to sign free agents because we know they're not going to spend – a lot of money on the best guys. Yeah. I just don't think okay, but, but, I don't think that approach will work. I mean, that's not that's not how the Astros did it. But Jeff, you're doing one extreme or the other. Uh, I'm not saying, saying extreme. It's no, but you seem to be saying, okay, they'll never do it if they're always going out and getting guys and building their team that way. They need to do it all with developing their own players. No, no, no. I think no. the answer is in the middle there. I, I do, I do too. I think, but I think for those couple years there. I think it was very heavy pulling guys in and not and, – and, That's and, how we had that great team. Yeah, that's how we had to do it because the development was terrible. Now, if you look at ratings of minor leagues – We should have the best farm we traded, systems. We've traded so many people and gotten minor league players I don't, for them. I don't know, I don't know who you – know, these ratings are what they are. But they have risen much, much higher in those ratings of how the talent level – in their farm system versus I would think. years past. And so my feeling is is that to be good, they've got to have – that's got to be the focus, and then you have to then fill in. You do have to do some filling in otherwise, but I think if we – if the Reds don't focus on homegrown talent and drafting well, and they've drafted pretty well and signed pretty well, that I don't think it'll ever there'll ever be any consistency at the big league level. It's because we're always drafting guys in the top ten picks or something, if that high. And so yeah, we're drafting, and yeah, they've been signing. But who are you developing? Who are you developing? Well, are you developing your team, or? And I think I, I agree with Tom. I mean, getting Sonny Gray, getting Trevor Bauer to go along with a homegrown Castillo. And Molly. And then you had Molly as a homegrown product, right. okay? You had a homegrown left fielder in Winker. A few years before that, you traded for Suarez, but he was before that, so he had been entrenched on the team. You drafted India, homegrown. Sinzel hasn't developed, but he was homegrown. You had players that Hey, and and where did we get Barnhart from, or was he one of ours? He was. He was. He, he came up through the Reds. Yeah, so there was a mix there, and they finally got to a point, you know, where the Braves just buzzsawed them in the in that two game set. The Reds had what zero runs in both yeah, games, but that was a good team. And even last year, they had a good team. Even last year, they were eliminated very late in the season, finished right. with a winning record, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So I just. So if they had not made all the moves they did, if they had kept all those guys around, would this season, would they have made the playoffs this year? Okay, and I didn't even mention Nick Castellanos. Yeah. So 
you have those players in place, I like our ch- I like our chances. Well, it was a lot better, better than obviously. what they did, but with that, no. I, I don't know. I I just I looked at that group of players, and I th- I thought, and I'm not here. I, I'm not trying to be an apologist for Castellini because I I think I would rather he they spend money and they use the COVID as an excuse to dump payroll, but I think. When I looked at that core of that, I just didn't think that that was ever going to, that core was ever going to, like, really push them across the finish line, so to speak. I think I, all I of us guessed it was going to be around 80 wins. I think that. Yeah, that's what we guessed last year. I mean, I actually guessed more wins. I think I predicted more wins than anybody last year. I think you did. And And so. I just thought that wasn't a 80 some wins is not enough to make no, the playoffs. No, it's not. And so with that in mind, I'm like, okay, are we going to keep trying to win with these guys or do we need to get some of these guys out of the way and get some younger players up here and see what we have? I mean, that, okay, that that's a hard, have? that's a hard question to answer. Well, here's the other thing. And in my opinion is that the bulk of the talent of their of the talent they're trying to develop is actually the younger side of things. Like some of the guys that we've seen come up to the majors here. Did Siani come up at the end of the year? Mike Siani? He did. Um, if I remember correctly, he did. You know, I think that's the begin. I think his, his age is the beginning of, okay, now the talent is deeper. And so the next couple years, I think we're going to, we're going to find out if, you know, Next couple of years, Jeff. Yeah. You're not going to be good. They're not going to be any good next year. Well, I get that, but you don't be? say, okay, in three years from now we're going to be good. What kind of organization plans three years out? That's ridiculous. Well, that happens in sports all the time. Not, no. Yes, it does. No, no. It happens with it, not. It happens in sports all the time. Not with Not with winning franchises. Well, no, but if you're not, if you're going <laughs> to, if you're going to become a winner, you got to start somewhere. Well, I mean, if you look at our roster right now, who do you, who would you say? All right, these guys are solid, and they could, you know, be part of a playoff team some year. I would even say Stevenson in India, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't know about Farmer. No, I don't. Yeah. I, I think you. I, I think there's guys coming that are going to be better than Kyle. But Farmer. he was saying on the roster now. On the roster, right? Right, right, because right I, now. Well, because I think. Well, I'm saying that's why you won't see Farmer. The rest of these guys, that that Siani guy you talked about, we don't know. He's not. We have no idea if he's going to be good or not. No. I mean, he's, he's a Nick Senzel kind of guy. Yeah. Right? Right. We don't really know. So okay. there's two guys on the whole roster right now that we think are solid. Part well, of the next best, next good Reds team. Yeah. So that, we're developing. As far as position players. You haven't talked six, about pitchers. I haven't, yeah. They're not going to want to stay. The rumor is Castillo turned down a deal. Yeah. Would not even discuss yeah. it. Well, they still got they so, still got him for about so, four more years, so probably. That, that apathy, yeah, but that apathy just builds in. Why do you want to stay here? I uh, yeah. So what happens? So four years from now, when those two guys could leave, mm-hmm. you know, they could play four. Well, I think they probably got him for four more years. Yeah, if they haven't gotten any better, yeah, they'll leave, and I wouldn't blame them. But why not be competitive in the meantime? Well, you build not, up the young players, I and agree. then these guys are I'm your saying. leaders, and I, they just, stay. I just don't think it's realistic to say we're going to develop six more position players. No, that's why you got to go and try to trade. You have to. you got to trade. But here's the deal. With all we're talking about, it doesn't matter because Castellini 
has shown consistently that he will not spend. Well, hold on. He did during the COVID year. Or right, that, 19. That, that, all right, one to two years, one to two years, and he got rid of them just as quickly. But why couldn't he do that again? I, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think he do you think he lost so much money that COVID year that he had to We were texting and I think you mentioned because of the well we all mentioned because of the contracts but you mentioned that this uh, Tom I think it was you that during this COVID year they're not going to lose any money. He's already said he's okay. It's going to be a year or so out. Hmm. And so you know no I I don't think they were I don't think they were bankrupt by any means. Hmm. Did they did he lose a lot of revenue overall? Sure. I mean, the government did give everybody those PPP loans. I assume Major League Baseball got them too, right? And then you don't have to repay them, right? So, if you show X, Y, Z, so. Well, okay, so one point this summer or spring maybe when they were making all these trades and like what's going on, and we talked about okay, what was the last great reds team which was 1990 right won the world series the last great team we've had some other pretty good teams at times and like i don't you're right i don't expect nine guys the nine guys in the 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 most regular nine guys in the lineup to all all be guys to come up out of the minors that's that's not what i'm saying i'm, I'm just saying it, it needs to be but i think it needs to be I think the only way this team ever gets good is if they're able to develop five or six of those guys into that. That's a lot. Because I don't think, and the only reason I say that, because I don't think they'll spend the money to make it five or six guys who have already they spend money, huh? who have done it. That's what I'm saying. So my feeling is if they are going to commit to this, that gives them the best chance because they're never going to, as long as Castellini owns the team, they're not going to spend what needs to be spent the but, other way to make it work. I'm just, I, okay. I'm just trying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, let's zoom in. It's it's late July, and you're out of it again. And what's gonna the big temptation is the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Mets. Uh, these teams are gonna say, "Hey, I want one or two of these really good guys you have." Yeah, Indiana's fifth year. Whether they're position or or a position player or a pitcher. So what you said. Sounds really good, but the reality is, the temptation is, oh, we can go ahead and trade for these guys who they're going to be really solid in three to four years. It is just a, it is a merry-go-round. It is. A cyclical pattern that the Castellini family has shown, and I, I would rather get an ownership like St. Louis, which you despise. The, I, I don't like to say the Guardians, the Cleveland franchise. I, I would like to uh, Tampa. I would Minnesota. I, I would like to have they. There are successful middle market teams that are year in year out competitive, and and some of them, St. Louis and Tampa, they're much more than competitive. They're contenders year mm-hmm. in and year out. I want an owner who will take that and spend wisely, but spend and, and recognize cre- to make money. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't Cleveland have, like, the smallest payroll? I thought Tampa Bay did last year. I don't know I about this Cleveland year. I think Cleveland did this I, year. I agree with you on Tampa. I, I, I think don't Cleveland know. did this year, so what did they do it with? Well, think about Tampa Bay. Look they don't put lineup. anybody in the stands in Tampa either. Right. So how are they doing it? I, mean, I don't know. But why did – I mean, if they're doing it, we know Cincinnati it's possible. Can. They can right. do it. And that's my point is that those, Tampa Bay has had a consistent approach for a long time. If we can have a consistent approach for a long time, maybe 
even with in spite of the Castellinis, maybe that could work. Without them and new ownership who will spend a little bit money, it gives it even a better chance. If you go back to the 1990 team and you look at that lineup, okay, as, as far near as I can remember, so Joe Oliver was the catcher. Mm -hmm. He was a Reds. He came up through the Reds. You ben, had Benzinger was Benzinger a trade. And, was a trade. Mm, they got him from the Red Sox. Maybe. Oh yeah. He was he was maybe. with the Red Sox before the Reds. And Duncan at second base, but you had a lot. But your a best, trade. but your best players, Larkin, Larkin Eric Davis, Sabo, and Sabo were 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 homegrown guys. But to Tom's point earlier, and you build it's, the is a balance. You get those. You, and that's you right. I agree. Some, you get some I agree. Solid players. But I hear you guys saying. No, no. What I hear, I'm saying I, is, I, I hear you saying like, screw development. Let's no, just bring no, guys in. No, no. That's not what we're saying at all. No, we that's... said somewhere in the middle. Okay. Remember the yeah, middle but means you all. You never like. Rewind. You never like. You, but you never like. You never want to. You don't care about rookies. You always say that. I don't. I, I don't want to bet the farm on a rookie. Okay, that's different. I want to say Tom, we got evolved. Good job. <laughs> we got Stevenson and we got India, that are more proven guys, right? So let's keep them. And I don't know, maybe one other prospect, and let's go out and five five other guys and fill in. Yeah. To me, that's in the middle. But here's the other thing: it, what good does it do you to have until? What good does it do you to spend that money and keep guys around that are kind of getting middle aged and keep them around longer? When you don't have the youth to go with it to balance it out, it's like you got to build. It's like you got to get the youth somewhere to a level, and we have it with. We've started it with India and Stevenson have started that. Whether Sinzel ever blossoms or not, I don't know. But if one or two more guys there, then it's like okay, now we've got a core to build around. Now we can bring guys in. So I think that's. I, I think that's their approach. I think what Will we're talking work? about here is you can't guarantee. Nothing's guaranteed. Baseball is so unpredictable. Right. But my only key thing is, is like they at least have a. If they stick with a a a, a process, a plan, that's better than. Well, let's try it this way. Let's try it this way. Because that's to me, that's what they've done. They've done. Which, well, let's do this. Well, that didn't work. Let's do this, and let's do. You know, yeah, that's yeah, the way yeah. it's been. Just be consistent in your approach, and in time, I think it'll work. What but, we're really talking about here is how many guys do you want to do you want to take a chance with? That's really what we're talking about. Anybody, and you know, Kim will laugh at me here. Any rookie, you're taking a big chance with when you're bringing up, and not that you shouldn't take a chance on some, but you can't take a chance on. Eight position players. I, well, this year it was. Well, well that's what the yeah we five I, position oh, players. I agree. It's like the, it was a glorified. I mean, I'd be willing to a take team. a chance on two guys in my lineup, right? That have potential, but not five, six, seven guys in the lineup. That's really, that's really what we're talking about here. Is how many you want to take a chance on? And by the way, Cleveland did have the or the third lowest payroll in the, in the major leagues this year. Third Tampa lowest. Bay has twenty fifth. Who had the lowest two? Oakland and Baltimore, who were both really bad. No, Baltimore, Baltimore was pretty That's good. true. That's Baltimore right. Baltimore was in it until the last. That's true. I forgot week, about that. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And building it with young guys. Cincinnati was twenty second. They don't have to be all guys you drafted. They can be guys you trade for, and in some of these trades, and then they come up. But um, you know, I mean, 
I just I, I feel like in some ways we're talking about the same thing. We're just talking about it differently, but um, especially the way you guys reacted to to what I said a minute ago. But I think <clears throat> I just want a consistent approach. All right, here's and if the fear. approach works, great. If it doesn't, there's no guarantees anything's going to work. Here's my fear. As a result of the Castellini debacle statement, okay, and he didn't apologize right away. When I say right away, it wasn't the next day or two. It, was if, it wasn't a long time, but it was not the next day or two. My fear is they're going to go out and overspend on a couple of mediocre players or some retreads. <laughs> I, I fear they're going to do that. Getting in, in football, getting a Ronnie Lott out of it, uh, after his prime, a Boomer Esiason after his prime. I'm afraid they're going to do that because they feel pr – I, I could see them feeling pressure because of everyone knows what they're doing. They've, even if Phil didn't say that, we know that's what they've been doing. We see it. But for him to say it, I think they're going to kind of rebound a little bit and say, okay, we've got to do something, if nothing else – to put fans in the stands and get this behind us. That's my fear, Jeff. I don't think there'll be a true, I don't want to say rebuild. I don't, there's not going to be a true building up what's best for the program, a proper mix, because I'm afraid they're going to go overspend on someone they don't need. Well, you know who's free agent next year? Is Trevor Bowers free to come back? He's a free agent. <laughs> uh, David a Price, Chris Sale, D Jacob DeGrom. Verlander. Oh, yeah, DeGrom. We Verlander's 39. Of course, he had a great year. He had a great year. He did. <laughs> and then there's this guy that hits a lot of home runs, too, if you've heard of him, Aaron Judge. He's a free agent. Yeah, yeah, we got Aaron Judge money. That's what, we've been, that's what this whole thing's been about. We're going to spend Clay, give Aaron Clayton Judge Kershaw, $300, Adam, $300 million. Wright. There's some big names, free agents, coming up next year. Uh, is that what we've been doing? Okay. Been, been, we, we don't need Wainwright. Been setting all that money aside to – to, to go out and break the bank on free agency, which won't work. <laughs> but, but you got to have a plan because Stevenson keeps getting hurt, right? So we all hear the talk about first base. having him at first, Joey the permanent DH. Got to get a catcher back there. We got India at second. Uh, Ellie De La Cruz, what is he? Is is he next? But see, year he's or in the Double A, of, but you know he tore it up when they moved him up to Double A, yeah, man. Yeah. That guy could be in the majors next year. And then you don't want to. Then Jose Stop. Barrero, who was supposed to be that five, he's better than Jose player. Barrero. Well, Barrero's done nothing at the major league level. Yeah, he can't right? hit. So you you want to you want to bring De La Cruz a, along properly, not too quick. Uh, and maybe he's one of the win. guys you want to take a chance on. But uh, yes, you can't be yes, doing like yes, three or four. Yes. I think Ellie De La Cruz, he hit he has hit better than Barrero ever did. Yeah. But I'm Ellie saying De La Cruz is the best thing I've ever seen but in But Jeff Dayton. all I'm saying was Barrero has been a five tool player. He was. Or is. Was. Yeah, I, well, at least that's what I read. Yeah, okay? I, and the, he hit, hasn't the hit tool and the power would be marginal on the five tool part. But, but after that, I, I don't know who we have anymore to, to really build. That's why I like to see get some guys in there. Now, Castellanos was a surprise when they got him and Trey. How in the world did we get him? But you got to think there's some players that sit there and say, okay, that's a little band box that they play in. Guys hit home runs left and right. Let me go well, there and build my numbers up. You don't think Winker benefited from the dimensions did. of he that ballpark? Did. So, did absolutely. so did Nick. So did Nick. Absolutely. Pujols would have hit 800 home runs playing there instead of 700. Hey, listen, uh, Aaron Judge plays outfield, and he'd benefit by the dimensions <laughs> I told, of – I think he – the only part <laughs> he can't hit one out of is Yellowstone, as we've – uh, Go to doom. That's the old uh, – Major League. One park that would have gone out of. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yellowstone. 
So anyway, I interrupted. I but, said that no. was my fear that they're going to overpay someone, and 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 it could happen. It I could happen. Want it to happen. I wanted but, to. Yeah. So let's let's. So, I think. I mean, I had. I talked to some scouts this year. One was at Dragons games, some from some other teams, two or three, and they're like, "That guy's a superstar." That guy's De La Cruz. De La Cruz is a superstar. Didn't, can I hit replay on like the Nick Senzel? conversation that we had because he's better than he is it was like nick senzel is a for sure thing he's gonna hit at any level hey it was him and jonathan india it was him and jonathan india if you're gonna mention senzel you got to mention india too he's better he can play short Uh, listen i I don't mind your buddy hal mccoy play third buddy hal mccoy i don't know if you read his article this past sunday he mentioned get senzel out of center field yeah have him stop running into walls Put him in a position that he's played with second or third, they said. I don't disagree with that. You're not going to put him at second. Well, Jonathan India, remember where he He played collegiately? He played third. Yeah. Yeah. So did Senzel, didn't he? Yeah. They both both were signed as third basemen. That was their last position in college. De La Cruz can play there. He can play short. He's not the only. He can play center field, too. But they also trade for that Marte guy. That one of those trades they made, Noelvi Marte came over it, and he's a, he was actually rated higher than De La Cruz, and he played in Dayton at the end of the year, so he's coming. Matt McLean was playing in Double A. He's the guy that got out of USC two years ago. He yeah. projects as a he. They like his hit tool. Didn't we draft um, like three or four shortstops this yeah, year? Yeah, we the first did. Three or four Last, picks, and you two, get your best like athlete from shortstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah and you can that. move him around, and you can put him in center field. I mean, De La Cruz could play anywhere you want him to play. Honestly, and there's and, catcher. You know, he probably could. Well, he's six but, five. But here's <laughs> what we're gonna have is we're gonna have five guys that are just out of double A. It'd be a restaurant. That are supposed to be good, and we're gonna take a chance on five guys. I don't think. And that do never that. works. I don't think they'll put five guys out from double A. I th- I don't think De La Cruz will start in Cincinnati in April, but. I think we'll see him in Cincinnati sometime next year. Yeah, I think he'll start in Double A again. Don't I, know. I don't know. I can see him. Starting he tore in. it up when he went he down did. there. He did. Like he struck out like three times his first game, and then yeah. after that it was, yeah. Mm. I mean, but, not, but Hunter Green. All right, real quickly. So let's. The pitching. Well, we need to talk Hunter about Green. the pitching. Yes. Okay. When there's one game, I saw the line. I don't know if I. You know, the apathy came strong, so I didn't even <laughs> screenshot things and text you guys. But there was one game, he had like 40-plus pitches of over 100 miles per hour. I know. Wow. And he was just dealing. And this guy, this is, a year is... Pl- this is a year plus after his surgery. I know. You got it. And, and Lodolo, Lodolo, we've been higher on Lodolo at times than Hunter Green because this guy can deal too. You want to get another pitcher or so to go along with those guys. I'd love to see a proven pitcher, okay? Yeah. To come in with those guys. I agree. And then you get more people interested in Cincinnati. I agree. Then you again, all right. Don't think, pick on I me. Don't what, pick I, on me because of Winker. You know, guys like Winker. But does Jesse Winker sit there and say, you know what? I'd love to go back. I'd love to go back and try to recapture the magic. And if you get guys who are interested in that and coming and hitting in the little Great American Band box. Then maybe you build kind of that way. That's your mix, but don't I don't know. You know the starters' ERAs don't look terrible. No, they. I mean don't. they're all in the fours. Well, Ladolos was under four. Yeah, he was three six. Three sixty six. And I would suspect if we looked at Ladolos' ERA in early June, it would have been higher. 
Yeah, he started 19 he, games. He went he, 103 innings. And he, Diaz had a great year as a closer. Yes, he, he did. did, didn't he? 1.84 ERA. He played really just went very many wins to close. And then and Ashcraft is good. I like Ashcraft too. But to Kim's point, we got to have some proven guys in there. Well, know? so I know you didn't like my comment about two years, but think about two years from now. Lodolo, Green, and Ashcraft could all be very proven guys. Yeah, but is that enough? Well, no, you got to have five. Right. <laughs> well, but, seven with injuries. But right? I don't, I don't, if this team, let's just say they said, you know what, we're going to, Let's just say this team said, you know what, we're going to spend money on one guy next year. We're going to go out and sign a guy to, for four years, a good player. We want to. We, we there's a we're spent. We're going to break the bank on one guy. Would you want it to be a starting pitcher? or Would you rather it be a position player? Wow, because we need both. I would vote position player because they're a little more. Yeah, well, less, I mean, you're less. Like... They're they're a little more. Well, none of them are indestructible, but the. They're on the field a lot more. They're on the field a lot more, and pitchers are more prone to injury. Well, we don't really have a number three or four hitter right now. No. You know, you got to have that. I mean, every every great team that goes to the playoffs has somebody that goes off in that third or fourth position. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have Freddie Freeman. We don't have uh, Aaron Aaron Judge. Castellanos was that year for us. Matt Olson, yeah. I mean, we don't have any of those. Um, And I I have said that, too, in the past. Like, you got to have that feared guy in the middle to build around yep and i don't know who that's going to be right i don't know that that could be ellie de la cruz or a reese hines or anybody else in the minor league system who has hits for a lot of power but it could be if it's not in two years let's wait two years and see well i don't know i mean what are you going to do seriously you gotta spend you gotta get free agents you have to well, they will sign some free agents. I just don't think they'll sign any of I, significance. I, aside from the fact that the ownership has proven to drag their feet and not want to do anything but save money, okay, I think two years is realistic. I really do. The problem is when you read that comment that Nick Crawl made, it's just it just sticks in your, your gut again. Not again. Not again. But I think that's why I don't want them to overreact and get some retread. Go ahead keep developing the talent you have the young talent at the major league level the younger levels get the guys like de la cruz and and uh, and reese hines and get those guys ready and then be on the lookout for trades be on the lookout for guys who are going to be free agents i next year is going to be another bad season yeah it is i mean i don't think that i think it could be better than i don't Losing 100 games, but it's not going to be a play. It's certainly not going to be a playoff season, but I don't think it has to be as dismal as this one. I mean, they had that start. Why would you even say that? They had no chance after that start. What makes you think? Because the, well, starting. With this roster right now, I think the start. What makes you think we're going to win more than 70 games next year? I agree. More than 70? Yeah. Oh. No, I. Well, 70 but, would be an improvement. But listen to what we're saying. <laughs> 70 wins. 70 out of 162. That's pathetic. It is. It is. But there's nothing but on this lineup that tells me it's going to be better than that. Agreed. What Nick Kroll should have said is, hey, you know, we got a lot of really young, exciting players coming up. 
it's going to be fun to watch our team next year. That's what, I mean, it doesn't mean they're going to win more than 70 games, but you would think he would have come off and tried to have some excitement about the young players. For him to say it's going to be another development year, I mean, what what is he trying to do here? Is he deferring? Is he deferring? Is it the obvious act of deferring it to it's hey the owners here? I I don't know. I wow. don't know. Or that's a good point. Or but even if he did say that, the rest of us would say, "Are you kidding me?" You know, oh, that, even, that's I agree. The reality. I agree. Right. I mean, their public relations has been really bad this year. Right. Um, Weinstein. Really bad. Yeah, they should hire Weinstein. Then it can't get worse. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was cold. Um, yeah, he would remind us that last time they were really good. They had two guys, two the, the, two guys from Michigan. Two two guys, the left side of their infield were both played at Michigan. Who we mentioned their names earlier. Um, I yeah, next year's not going to be very good. Could it be a little better? Maybe. I, I don't. I don't. If you're not going to the playoffs, in some sense, it doesn't really matter what the record is, but I just hope that I, don't know. I hope that we come out next season. I feel like we can come out. I feel like no matter what the record is next year, there'll be a little more like positive feeling coming out of next year. Because I think, I think those three starters that we've got up there that threw they threw in there this year. I think they'll all be better next year. And that will be cause for optimism. If Stevenson stays healthy and India stays healthy and they have good years, that will be cause for optimism. If a couple guys come up, whether it's start of the year, mid-season, late season, and really look good, that will be cause for optimism. If Nick Senzel is just a good everyday player, he doesn't have to be an all-star, that's cause for optimism. Can all those things happen? Probably not all of them, but, I mean, what else can you do but hope? I mean, all we can do is hope. We have no yeah. control. We don't want them to just hope. We want them to have a good strategy, but all we can do is is, is hope that it's better. So I, I think mean, it'll be this... a little bit better, and I think there'll be some reason for some optimism coming out of next year. Only I don't, if they I... get 80-some wins. If they're, you know, if they're 500 and they have some, you know, Nice spurts in the season. I think we might have some optimism. If not, you guys, we're going to be talking about apathy again next year. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So what's it take? you got to win 79, 80 games at least? you got to be in the 80s, I think, to because that would show some significant progress. So, all right. Well, we've so seen teams We haven't have discussed done that. Joey Votto. So, right after this next year, it's a club option, right? Uh, I lose track of that. I look so at there, that. So there's going to be a lot of money freed up, and I think that goes into the two-year window as well i love Votto. i love watching him at the ballpark and wasn't that great when he it, went it was, and great. was a fan that night you know i i as frustrating as it is with this team i like still watching Votto because he sure. truly loves the game and right I, and when i texted that to you guys i said joey gets it yeah he really does yeah you want him to stay you want him to retire a red at least you i do. really do i agree this is probably his last year because 23 is his his last full year 24 is a $20 million club option. Club option, that's the key. You, you talk about overspending on somebody. That would be overspending. I, I and they're not going to do that. And that's what I'm saying. They're, they're going to let that go. They're, it's going to free up some more money. And then hopefully, 
I, I agree with what Tom's saying. I'll, I'll, I'll stretch it down instead of 80. I'll say 75-ish wins. That gives me optimism because what? That is 15 more wins than you had this past year. And then you have these young players, the Stevensons and the Indias, continue to improve. Hopefully, I'm agreeing with you. If Sinzel, as it say, at second, hits 260, 270, that's a positive sign. The young pitchers continue to develop. Get De La Cruz and those guys, and then you go into next year, and then you get another free yeah. agent. You get a guy like a Nick Castellanos or whatever who remember that first game. Um, I believe it was the first game in GABP. Remember what uh, our head manager's name, Bell, did? No, I don't. You don't? He pulled him out, late inning replacement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did Nick Castellanos do? He went out in right field. He got a coach while the, while the game was just over, had him hitting fly balls. He made a statement. I want to play every day. That embarrassed Bell, and I like Bell. I'm not trying to get on Bell. That embarrassed Bell. I remember reading they had a conversation, and Nick said, I just want to play. I want to be in there. I want guys like Nick Castellanos in the clubhouse. Yeah, I agree. He, I think he was good for he's that He's a winner. you got to learn how to win, and you only learn how to win by having winning, winning players in there. Castellanos was that guy. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I don't disagree with that whatsoever. Um, and the Mustakas, they're they're stuck with eighteen million on him next year. And so again, the two year, those two, that's thirty eight million right there. If I if my that was one correct. of those trades. It's like, well, I like it if he's gonna not get old, but he got old quickly. As soon as he, as soon as the ink dried, he got old. He killed us when he was with the Brewers. Golly, you know, everybody kills us when we're um, with the Brewers. You know. It, Here's another name I'm seeing, T.J. Antone. He'll be back next year. Yeah, that's the guy I couldn't think was there. There's, there that's that. help. The beard. That's help. I mean, if, he, if he's he, pro- I think he, eh, you know, if the injury holds him back and he's not as good as he used to be, but if he's fully recovered. What do you have? Do you have an arm problem? Yeah, he's proven. He's, he was out a good year and he a was, half. Right? He a was good proven year and a quarter that, he's proven that he can be good. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's been – what 32 years now since they won a world series since they even went to one wow that's really a long time yeah because if you think about it our kids so 75 no and 76 and 90 was just 14 years later and after a really bad stretch in the early 80s and then they bounced it back up so it's like why hasn't this happened again of course early we, of course two, early 2005 was 10 it? years ago we well, in 13 or 12 or 13, we 12. had that real good team, and then they yeah, blew yeah, that yeah. series to the Giants. Yep. That set them back. That was that 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 was like a thing that was just boy, that how, was do you, a great how year. do you overcome that disappointment? And that was difficult. So that was a World Series team. It was up 2-0. But you think mm. so? Look at that team. Uh, who were the best players on that team? Votto and Bruce. Joey right Votto, right off the bat. Those Jay two. Bruce. Who else? Um, pitcher. Um, well, you had three pitchers actually. There's Leak. You and had you had Cueto. No, Cueto. Cueto's who was I was four. thinking. You had Cueto. Who's still you had pitching? Latos and you had Bailey. And Latos was dealing late in the year. He was phenomenal. He was. You had those three. Leak was good. Leak was um, four, and you had Bronson Arroyo as your fifth guy. So three of those starters were homegrown. Well, we Leak was Quay- right out of college, Quay- right? Quayo was. Leak, Leak never played in the minors. Right. He came out straight up to Bailey. the Reds. Homer Bailey was, was homegrown. Homegrown. Latos was in the And who were your, and your two best players were homegrown. homegrown. 
Yeah. So that's my point. If you're, I think your best players have to be homegrown. Uh, I don't think so. And then you fill in with the other guys. I don't. You, you just need two great look, best players. Look, doesn't matter whether they're homegrown around, or not. Look around baseball. I bet you, you. I bet if you looked at all the good teams, except for maybe the Dodgers, I was they, don't, say. they don't count, <laughs> and maybe the Yankees. But everybody else, you look at who their best players are. How about the Mets? I bet a lot of their Pete best. Alonzo. Alonzo, he's homegrown. Well, I know. Because I know. a lot of guys are their best but in also, their first six years, but and they're also still there. Francisco Lindor from the Indians. Indians. Yeah, well, the Mets aren't playing anymore, are they? Well, you said look around baseball. That was then a great said, game. Then you right. said don't look at the Dodgers. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they won 101 games and they're out. So, uh, But I, I would bet that for the most part, but some of those Dodgers are. That Lux came up with them. Uh, Bellinger the did. How about the Padres? Tatis. Trade. Trade. Yeah, they, they they went and got Machado, you know. Well, and Soto. And Soto. Yeah, Soto. So, but are the but most of baseball doesn't operate that way, and the Reds are going to be like most of baseball because they're not a big market team, and so I just think their best players are going to have to be guys they develop, and then you fill, and then the, some of the other guys you. Some other players, obviously, you're going to get from other places. But I don't see the Red to, to say that the Reds' best players, for the Reds to win a World Series and for their best players to be guys they acquire, you know what it's going to pay to get those guys? Money they're never going to spend. That's why I want to see different ownership. I don't know. Who and knows if Brandon different ownership Phillips would was matter. on that team, too, and he was a trade. He was a trade. But he was a trade like – he, he, but he was a trade at like just when he was breaking in, yep. not yep. like he wasn't established. But he, I, I agree, agree. But he he developed, he developed. But listen to this, guys. The league average for payroll is one hundred and sixty-three million dollars. That's the average. That's yeah. the average. The Reds' payroll is twenty-three million. It's That's a hundred and forty. I'm looking at it here. Well, that wasn't what it was during this. As, well, maybe that's what it was at the end of oh, the wait, year. Oh, wait, no, no, it's not. Sorry. That's, I didn't go all the way to the right. $127 million. But still, so that's, that's 36 four, million below. It's almost $40 million below. So that's, for, for that's, almost that's $40 really million a year. So Moustakas and Vado right there. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know. If we just could have an average payroll, and he he had 30, what was $37 million? Thirty-eight million dollars more to spend. What could we do to this team for thirty-eight million dollars more? Yeah. I I mean Cincinnati could be an average payroll yeah. franchise. I think they can. I'd go see them play. You would a lot. Yeah. You went this year, didn't you? I don't think didn't I would. Ron get you to go to that game because no, Ron I told me he was talking to you. Yeah, he was trying I didn't to get go. You. I didn't go. I mean. We uh, we did a, we went to North Carolina to visit my daughter and go to the beach. So did none and, of us go to a game this year? And I was out of the country in May for two weeks, and then I got back from the beach, and we got busy working in this apartment that we renovated. And like I didn't really have the time. Plus, when's I was the last time none of us have gone to? When's the last time you haven't gone to a game in a year? For uh, me, it's a long since I've been back in Ohio. I don't think I ever. can't even remember because I'm not go. going to at least one game. I mean, it had to be a long time ago. We changed the name of the podcast. Three old apathetic Reds fans. That's what we <laughs> but uh, we're bringing I, our listeners down. 
Yeah, well, it's a good thing no. we don't have many listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be like shocked. What, what is this in my feed? I thought these guys had died. <laughs> so, well, I don't know. Anything else? I mean, I'm still a Reds fan. I'm still yeah. pulling for them. I'd still, if I had a Fox channel again, I'd still watch them every night. I I root for Suarez, Winker. Castillo, I root for those Reds that are playing yeah. in the playoffs. How about Castillo, that gamey pitch for the Mariners? What yeah. an awesome game. And then that home run Suarez hit last night, just happy for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're – that's kind of what we're left with at this <laughs> point. You know, oh, I hope the guys that we got rid of do well. I mean, I, I wasn't – I guess – so – I don't like what they do and how they've done it by any means. You know, trade all those guys. It's kind of like I don't like it, but it's done. So what are we going to do going forward? I hope I like what they do going forward. And you I know just what's going to happen con- on I our next podcast. I just want to be consistent. Our next podcast is going to be spring training or around opening day. And the Reds will have gotten a few people. And we'll be a little bit optimistic because that's what you do in opening day. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have to be. I bet you they don't start the season as bad last next year as they did. It'd be hard to start it as poorly as they did. That was Baltimore Orioles bad. (sighs) Orioles, what was that year? Was it 0-21? Did they lose 21 games? uh, Was that 86, I think? Yeah, I mean, Cal was on that team. Yeah. But then then they got good again after that. Um, they had some good years after that, but yeah, that was that was bad. Um, I just, yeah. So I didn't like what they did. It's what they did. So I don't know. I just don't don't repeat it. That you you talk about your biggest fear. My my other fear is like we kind of put the team back together like we did three years, two couple years ago, and we sort of get pretty good. And then we go like, ah, forget it. Let's start over. That cycle, because you mentioned that cycle, Kim, that would that would frustrate me more than if they stick with a plan and it doesn't. It just takes a while for it to pay off, but they stick with it. They stick with the process. That would I would be happier with them being consistent. A couple guys you miss on, it happens. But I would be happier with that than having like one good year or one pretty good year to really get my hopes up and then dump everybody. I, that doesn't make it. No. That's no way to ever build it. Okay. I don't know. Buyers I'm just thinking out loud. Buyers and sellers at the trade deadline. Did that term even exist back in the seventies? Well, no, because no. you tra- no right. because you trade right. contracts now. You don't trade players. Right, and you've said that before. But I just want them, I, I would like to see them, if we get to that situation, like y- y'all were saying earlier, y- you were saying five or six guys, and I said, well, then the trade deadline's going to come up, you're going to be tempted, you're going to give up, you're going to do that. Don't, get, don't fall into temptation. Accept where you are. And like you just said, stick to your plan. If you have a plan, stick to your plan and develop those guys. And I think you have to bring in winners. Yeah, yeah, you got to be selective. You got to be sure you're getting the right guys. I don't know how we got Castellanos, but I'm glad we did. Yeah, yeah, it was good having him while we had him. But um, okay, anything else? We we'll wrap this up. 
Let's hope Joey heals. I'd like to see him have a great 23 season, regardless of what happens to the team. He stuck with the Reds when not hardly any other players yeah, would have. I, I give him respect He's, for that. He stuck with, you know. Because he could have asked to be traded. Bench, Larkin. Taking less money. Now, you, now you've got Bench, you've got Larkin, and you've got hopefully Votto. You really they, do. They yeah. remained Reds. Joey could. If, you think if Joey, Joey will retire wants, next if, year? If Joey doesn't want to retire next year, he might be, end up in another uniform. That's why, that, that's why I said hopefully. Because the guy loves the game and he gets it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, last year, remember, he hit what? He had 36 homers and 99 rubies. He had, a, he had yeah. a good end of the year, yeah. Um, so it, if, if it truly was his shoulder, because he really went downhill the last four weeks. Yeah. And then I was glad to, unfortunate, but I was glad to see, okay, maybe it was because of this injury. But I'd love to see him bounce back with yeah. Very strong numbers for a forty-year-old. Right, right. I mean, injuries did not. That's one thing we haven't club. mentioned this year, but injuries were a problem. Injuries, I think, were a part of the problem in that bad start. There were guys that they didn't have, and it was an injury-filled season. I mean, it really was. Now, if we didn't lose somebody we, for an injury, we lost them from a trade. Right, and if you. If they had stayed, been one of the most healthy teams in baseball, I still don't think they would have made the playoffs. But they wouldn't have lost 100 games either. I don't know where they would end. I don't know where that record is. But injuries were not helpful. So I think one last thing. Let's let's talk about David Bell. They're keeping him. That says to me, we don't blame you. We think you're good. We think you can manage. You know what you're doing. We haven't given you. We've dealt you a lot of bad hands. There's nothing you can, you know, you play cards, and it's like you can be a good card player, right? If you don't get any good hands, you can't win. And I think that's that's some admission on the part of ownership in the front office that it's us because what what do you usually do when a team's bad? Who do you, who, who's the first guy to go? The manager or the coach, right? So I think that that is them. That's a way of them saying it's us. They won't come out and say it. So they believe in him. I didn't hear people calling for David Bell's head this year like I have in the past some because it's obviously it's not his fault. Watching. Everybody stopped watching. It's obviously his fault. And I quit paying much attention, so maybe there was maybe there was some of that. So anyway, I don't know if he – is the guy if you get the right group of players together that can they, that they'll play for him and that they'll win for him and you know how that kind of stuff goes. I don't know. I don't know because maybe they seem to think that that he that he is that guy that can do that because they're keeping him around. They're not just what is what's, what was this year four for him? Has it really been four years? Either three or four. Yeah. So anyway. I mean, they fired a bunch of other coaches. I don't know why. I don't know what the point of that is, but maybe maybe that was some of Bell. Maybe maybe there's a little bit. We need a lot of – we like Bell, but we need some new – Did they new, fire, new, like, hitting pitching Yeah, coach? they hired they – they let everybody go. Did they? Did they get rid of Johnson too? 
the pitching I don't coach. Think they did. No, I don't think they got rid of him. They got rid of the guy that used to play for St. Louis. What's his name? The Suns plays in the majors now. The Shields. The Shields. The Shields and Zinter, the hitting coach. I don't think they got rid of Derek Johnson though. I don't either. So they, I think they kept him and Bell around. Um, so to me, that's the like I said, that's the ownership saying it's this is us, this is on us, and you you didn't hurt and you didn't create the injuries either. Yeah, five Guys coaches. They fired. Wow. Yeah. yeah. See how see how little you pay attention. You need uh, to see that. The line of the shields, Allen Center, bullpen coach. Bullpen or, coach. Or hitting coach, Allen Center they fired. Yeah. Bullpen coach they fired. Advanced scouting coach they fired. And then an assistant coach, Roland Rolando Vallis. Yeah, I don't know who that is. So yeah, they kept Johnson. We felt that these are the right changes for new voices in different places, said Reds general manager Nick Kroll. Well, there's a no, there's a there's a quote that doesn't say anything. He's pretty good at that. He's pretty good at that. All five coaches joined Bell when he was originally hired. So, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I don't know when we'll do this again, but uh, maybe uh, maybe when the Reds make some of those big free agent splash signings this off season, we'll get together. What do you think? Yes, when something is the big hot, happens and they spend that twenty or that thirty-seven million dollars on free agents. Is the hot stove league going to be uh, cooking? Cooking for the Reds. Sure, hope so. Uh, yeah, we'll just have the we'll have leftovers. That's what we usually get. <laughs> Cold leftovers. Cold leftovers. Cold leftovers. But maybe Jeff, maybe we'll get some apple pie. Maybe, oh, we can hope. We can hope. Yes. <laughs> There are apples in my house. Insider. Tom saw them. Insider. Because he came in tonight into Studio 82, and Tom loves pie. I do love pie. So there might be a pie in the future of that. We'll see. I don't know what she's doing. She's probably going to make applesauce. She makes really mm. good applesauce. I love applesauce, too. So does her grand, our grandson. Her grandson, in that case, he loves her applesauce. So why would... Why would Grandma not make of lots of applesauce? Are you kidding me? If your two-and-a-half-year-old grandson eats it like candy. <laughs> so there you go. All right, well, that, we'll wrap it up with that. And uh, next time we get together, um, we're not making any promises about when we will or anything about the Reds. So, um, But we're still fans. That's we're right. Still fans. We, we're we still, still fans. We still want to be there. It's just, you know. Man, it's like when the Bengals were bad. Like I didn't always watch. I know it makes make, it hard. Make an effort. Make an effort. Now we understand why Bowie Coon nicks divided blue trade. Golly, that was bizarre. Anyway, all right. Well, with that, I guess we'll just say go Reds. Go Reds. Go, go Reds. Reds.